This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another special edition of Let's Drink About It, the podcast where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail to go with it. I am your host, Chris Bowman, and of course, uh, Benjamin is away on his honeymoon. We did miss an episode last week uh, because I couldn't get my act together, and uh, so Ben is away, and of course, we have uh, we have Adam Pranica with us this week. Adam, hello. Hello. Glad How's to be going? here. Um, How's it uh, going? I'm sweating profusely in, <laughs> in the coolest room in my house. You know, at this point, you're our resident fifth Beatle. I love that. Yeah pretty good right yeah i uh i'm i'm happy to be the guy you call in an emergency and now i mean after this i will have been with the both of you while the other one was away so yeah i mean you'll have to you'll have to compare how i've been (laughs) you're uh, helping right or wrong you're helping right or wrong that i committed by falling ill so uh so now i'm uh, i'm evening the score here we're writing (laughs) we're writing the ship and uh all is all is right in the world you could call uh, getting married a profound illness <laughs> that uh, Ben is recovering from. <laughs> Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Maybe it's too early for that. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a shared custody situation, but uh, I love both of my dads <laughs> equally, and I'm glad to be here with you. Well, glad to have you, buddy. Uh, so how are things out there? All right? Uh, they're good. I just got back home from a weekend spent camping. Oh, wow. And uh, it was the sort of camping that you do at a music festival. So it's not real camping. It's okay. not. Was it's it not... a music festival? It was. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, cool. A buddy of mine runs a music festival called Timber, and it's okay. a it's an outdoor music festival. It's wow. along a it's along a river. It's, oh wow! It's pretty great. It's beautiful, but it was ninety degrees out there for two days. So so along along the river's edge, what, what's the bug situation like? Well, uh, I counted. <laughs> four really good bug bites that are uh that are soaking in tiger balm right now okay. so i'm in a hot room wearing tiger balm <laughs> it's a really good mix uh, yeah, getting heady like from it... the fumes <laughs> yeah. uh well four good ones i mean that's not too bad no no not ta- at all we're not talking like black flies or anything are we no i i Horse think flies or the thing that really helped us this time is we got one of those uh it's sort of like the bug repellent version of the glade scented candle uh you stick a candle in this little contraption and it heats mm-hmm. up a little uh little biscuit on top uh-huh. and the biscuit smells like something that the mosquitoes hate and <laughs> how and, does it uh, smell to humans it smelled like a like a bug biscuit <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oddly hungry all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> it uh it didn't smell too bad and it was worth it to only come back with four bug bites it's cool. usually far worse and they love my wife they oh i mean i love my wife but <laughs> the bugs really you managed to wife. not bite her all day long without any repellent <laughs> it's true it's true i think uh, she got away better than i did actually okay well that's i was gonna that was my last question how did she fare yeah she's good uh she's as far as i can tell unbitten wow Unbitten nunce shy. That's how the song goes. Okay, well, what are we? Uh, how are, are we? you doing? Well, uh, you know, I'm uh, good. Not too bad, actually. Uh, are you covered is... in tiger bomb like I am? Yeah, but for no good reason. 
Well, I'm recreational just, tiger balm use is not I mean, a crime. I suppose it's Sunday, you know. <laughs> uh, it has been a bit of a Sunday here. It's uh, it's also very hot and humid here, and um, really, the less movement, the better, you know. So, uh, no air conditioning in this house, and uh, well, irrespective of the temperature, the less movement, the better is. <laughs> yeah, good it's, policy. It's kind of, you know what? It's it's really it's like uh, it's the equivalent of a snow day that way. It's like, well, I'm not going outside. It's too hot. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna. This is perfect. Uh, perfect reason to stay still on the couch all day who could blame you for just mailing it in yeah no one <laughs> no one at all and Mail- here we mailing are in my sunday <laughs> we are the perfect pairing today for for this event this podcast we, sh- we, we sure are um <laughs> well let's get to it uh on that note well it's i suppose it's a few weeks old now this event but uh i finally did it i uh, became a grown-up and uh, got the. Uh, I went and bought a f- the first suit I've ever uh, owned, uh, and I need a drink to go with that. Uh, how about you, Adam? Uh, you might remember how paranoid I am about where my wedding ring is at uh-huh. all times. Yes, I do. Uh, I I lost it again for <laughs> for a short amount of time, and I I blamed it on a five-year-old boy. <laughs> do you have a drink for that? I certainly do. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to them. All right. Uh, okay, Adam. So this week you are going to be drinking uh, something called the Jupiter Cocktail, um, which I figured if this was in fact the second time you lost your <laughs> ring would be the only place. Uh, you'd be able to get away with it or, or have to go or relocate to. Um, it's one and a half <laughs> ounces of gin, uh, three quarter ounces of dry vermouth, uh, one teaspoon of uh, parfait amour or creme de violette, uh, which I believe you're going to use creme de violette. Right. Uh, one teaspoon of orange juice and a scoop of crushed ice. So you're going to mix all the ingredients in a shaker or blender, uh, strain the mixture into a chilled cocktail glass. Hmm. That so, sounds yeah, I mean, great. Yeah, blender. I, I actually didn't read that you could put that in a blender. That's. Uh, I, I think like, that's how I'm going to do it, uh, awesome. given the temperature. I think I'm going to sort of turn it into a boat drink. That oh, I, there's always. I, I I would I'd take a boat drink in the middle of winter. You know, that's how much I like them, Adam. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? We should do a very special episode out on a boat sometime. <laughs> oh, we should. Just in a dinghy, even. Sounds delightful. <laughs> okay, uh, for you, uh, the. The new suit man. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you very um, much. Uh, I am fixing you up with a Stevo's tuxedo. Oh. Uh, Stevo being completely unrelated to the jackass yes, uh, of, stunt person Stevo. Of course, when you messaged me today to say that you were giving me a Stevo tuxedo, I was like, <laughs> my response was, Jesus H. I mean, yeah, I, it's, I thought, uh, the drink is basically you stapling your nuts to your leg. <laughs> I was going to say, I have to snort a, f- a palmful of uh, wasabi or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the garnish. <laughs> so for Stevo's tuxedo, uh, it's one and three quarters ounces of Plymouth gin. I think you could probably round that up. Uh, All right. One egg white, three quarters ounce freshly squeezed lemon juice. Mm-hmm. A half an ounce of simple syrup, one dash, Reagan's orange bitters number six, mm-hmm. and an orange twist for garnish. Uh, you're gonna put that in an up glass. Uh, pour the gin, egg white, 
juice, syrup, and bitters into a mixing glass first, though. Add a bunch of ice cubes and shake vigorously for 45 seconds. You're going to strain that into that up glass and garnish with your orange twist. Mm-hmm. And there you go. There's your second piece of formal wear. That sounds delightful. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I really am a fan of, like, a, an egg white drink. I really am. You and me both. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, Wait, are these both gin drinks? They are, aren't they? They are, yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's high time. You know, it is hot. It's hot out there, and gin is always a bit refreshing on days. I'm going to make a double. How about you? Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Got to fill that blender, right? (laughs) That's true. I mean, you you know... You know, any, anything less than a pitcher on this show is uh, wouldn't be Adam Pranica. So it's wasteful. It really yeah. is. <laughs> All right, let's go make them. Let's do it. Adam, how did that go? Uh, it went great. I, I tell you, th- this I really is... like making a boat drink. Man. I don't. I don't make any. I ne- I don't actually make blended drinks, and I don't know why I don't. But uh, maybe because making blended drinks for yourself, well, maybe it's the ultimate form of uh, pampering. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, this uh, this drink is such a pretty drink. It's so nice. Have you had this before? Uh, no, I think I think the only drink that I have had with the egg white in it has been just the standard Ramos Gin Fizz, which oh, yeah. is a fantastic drink that I love. Yeah. But. Uh, Based on your reaction, I think I'll be making one of yours over here at yeah, some point soon. Yeah, it's uh, it's really easy, and um, I will say there's a couple of things I did differently. What did I do differently? I used citrus bitters instead of orange bitters, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, when I, I made one of these earlier today because we were recording in the evening, and I wanted to get a photograph with light, mm. so or like natural light, so I, I actually used rocks instead of an up drink, and... Uh, Works just as well. So if you want to, I mean, it's not overly uh, powerful or anything, but if you want it to sort of dilute, so you throw a couple of rocks in. But uh, So the main thing I got out of that was that you're on your second one already. This is my version of a double. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'll catch up, I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Mm. Yeah. That's that is nice it. and cold. That's got it. Yeah, a blended drink right now is kind of... I think it would be the best thing. If you were to make your drink in a blender, would it would it overwhip that egg? Like it would probably ruin it, right? Well, I mean, you know that that forty five second shake. I guess. Oh, that was the other thing. It's you know we've talked about it numerous times. When there's egg white, dry shake first. Yeah. So that wasn't specified, but just in case, dry shake, meaning without ice, and then add ice and shake it again. Uh, and I've asked a couple of people like, how long do you dry shake for? And it's like. You know, it's just just to sort of just to sort of agitate and uh, and and mix everything up. But uh, if you were to just shake it up with with the ice, what would happen? Personally speaking, I've never noticed a difference. I'm sure there hmm. is one. Otherwise, they would uh, they wouldn't specify. But I've sure. really never noticed a difference. Um, That's part of the fun of making cocktails, though. It's like very specific rules. Yeah, and and you know when you get something like 45 second like shake, you know vigorously, it's you know that made me think of the Ramos Gin Fizz. Yeah. Because that's a, that was, you know, what was the traditional 12 minutes or whatever it was? Very specific shaking. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, I think to answer your question, I think it would, because it's really, it's a really frothy drink. You know, that egg white really does whip up nice in that shaker. Makes all the in, difference. It does. It's, uh, 
It honestly, it looks like a lemon meringue in a glass. You know, it sounds really. real nice. It so is. you're you're talking about some stiff peaks, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe not quite as stiff as a lemon meringue pie, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but you know what? Before we get into, I tried before... to remotely spit take you with that one. By the way, <laughs> you know what? I'm just waiting for the day. Like I'm waiting for the day. <laughs> it's. Uh, I know it's coming. I just don't know when. Before we get into our, our our events, I just wanted to ask you, like you, one of the reasons that uh, we love having you on so much is not only that uh, you're funny a guy, but uh, uh, you you also have like a, a good collection of alcohol at home. And have we ever talked about like your like how you got into? Uh, I don't. I don't think we have. Yeah, I, we had a good laugh earlier today when you re- you uh, gave me you sent me the ingredients for a drink that included uh, creme de violette, yeah. which I I don't think would be a bottle you'd find in most people's no it's not uh, liquor common. cabinets. But you know me very well, and uh, I have I have all the cremes in well, my liquor cabinet and, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and and a bunch of others too. I know and, two. Uh, I've, I know of two cremes in your liquor cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> two is really all you need. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, my wife and I have been into making cocktails for many years, and I'm sure you know it takes a long time to sort of amass a a collection of bottles to where you don't have to go to the liquor store every time you want to make a prohibition era cocktail. It's been it's been really yeah. cool. You know, I mean, one way of cutting that down, that 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 uh, that collection time down, is to have a weekly podcast where you have to buy alcohol all the time, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like I'm overrun with alcohol. You make and, it sound uh, like a punishment. Sounds like a great problem to have, but uh, you know, when it's honestly, it's 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 in disarray, and I'm I'm uh, I'm really soon I'm going to have. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Benjamin's bar cart, and I think there's probably photos of it on our website right. somewhere, but. Uh, Man, it's a it's a nice little nice little cart, and it's uh, it's a real nice way to sort of display those. At this point, it's hundreds of bottles of alcohol that I have. No, really, it's tens tens of bottles. No, it's tens of bottles. I was gonna say like it's a good thing. Like if you do have a bar cart, it's uh, very important that you have it on wheels. Sure. You know, because who wants to empty it every time you want to move it? Like uh, like any good television set, you want that on wheels. You can bring it from room to room. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you tell us about uh, this? absolute joke of a, a situation that uh, you got yourself in uh yeah so i'm out camping and we everything's just a mess on the at the campsite <laughs> you know you've got your you get your stove and your propane and your foodstuffs mm-hmm. and your cooler and uh you're just sort of chucking things around all willy-nilly and uh <laughs> and i had removed some clothing uh before mm-hmm putting on some sunscreen trying to be safe mm-hmm. out there in that heat sure so i i don't you're not, you're i don't no, like to no uh, i don't like to get a creamy wedding ring right so i took off the ring put it on top of a shirt the shirt i took off to put on sunscreen are you following <sighs> i'm following yeah i'm following <laughs> i know I, i'm following directly where this is going and uh and so i i hit myself with the sunscreen i'm very liberal with the mm-hmm. sunscreen it's As all over be. Really lathering it up. I mean, you're really painting a picture here, Adam. You're really painting a picture. Stiff peaks is how I like <laughs> to put on sunscreen. That's how you know you have enough put on uh, until the until the peaks stand up on my shoulders. God, is it hot in here? Or is it just me? <laughs> so, no, it's uh, really hot in here. It's so, really hot in here. as you can imagine, this is a pretty time-consuming process. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
all this vigorous shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I turned back around. We've uh, we're really close friends with uh, with a couple with a couple of small children, and they're mm-hmm. running around this whole weekend with us. So I'm. Um, I uh, lather up, I turn around, and my ring is not on top of my shirt anymore, and and one of the kids is gone. And I try to be cool, but it's hard, right? You know, this has happened yeah. before. I don't want to lose my wedding ring a second time. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine like the, where your mind goes immediately. Well, my mind went to running and tackling a five-year-old boy. <laughs> Before he throws my ring into, like, blackberry bushes, which are basically all around our campsite. So he's running away. I run after him, and he makes it to his mom. And uh, I don't even talk to the little boy directly. I talk to his mother. I just sort of take her aside. You're a coward, Adam. You're a coward. I know. He's only five. I know. Uh, Well, if you... If and when you meet this boy, you'll understand uh, just how much power he wields. He's oh, so he's like six foot one or six foot five, three hundred and fifty pounds, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, he's he's a monster. <laughs> he really hits, believe me. So I, right. I sort of like sotto voce with with his mom. I'm like, hey, I don't want to like blame him because I didn't see it happen, mm-hmm. but there was a ring on the table, and now there's not. And now I'm here in front of you without a shirt, so you can you can tell the gravity of the situation. <laughs> like I uh, I'd appreciate it if you check that guy's pockets, give him a good shakedown. The shakedown happens. The boy does not have the ring, which is probably the feared. worst news, right? Just as I feared, yes. I, I thought I'd solve the mystery, but uh, he didn't have it. I go back to the campsite uh, where it is quickly revealed that it was kicked under the leg of a picnic table and that's where it was recovered so i mean that that so was it kicked by you do you, I mean, we don't know that i still don't know i'm thinking i'm thinking the kid was involved of um, course i mean we all know level. you're thinking yeah. the kid was involved i think it's pretty easy to blame the boy for this and i will i'll continue to blame him <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I think you're very, very lucky that, uh, you know, that it was recovered at all. Like, I mean, kicked under a picnic table. I mean, I suppose yeah. that's a high traffic area, but still, it could have been kicked anywhere. And I, I, know. I know we were right next to Blackberry Brambles that, I mean, once it goes in there, that's that's it. That's yeah. it. It's a I, it's a goner at that point. I mean, we, we had, uh, well, I, when we met, we met in, fir- uh, in person for the first time when we went to Ben's wedding and... Uh, Yourself, your lovely wife, and myself had drinks together one afternoon, and the topic of your lost wedding ring came up because I brought it up because yeah. uh, I got no tact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I love that story. I mean, I know it's not like the nicest story, but I love that story. And uh, I've grown to love it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest. Well, I mean, you like you know, I could I could kind of see you know a little bit of like oh you know it's one of those things like i guess it must come up now and again especially within family i imagine well i yeah it's like in mixed company it's less fun than like with you at in los Feliz. like that's right. a that's a much more fun environment for right for that kind of conversation but yeah of course yeah uh my my life event was almost meeting a virtual friend for the first time because uh 
I thought, speaking from my perspective, uh, it was great to meet you in person. I thought that was super fun. It was and a lot you of were, fun. You were not as disfigured as, as I had guessed you'd be. Well, I, I mean, I tend to exaggerate when I tell people what I look like. You know, I, I, I uh, don't have the highest. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I didn't describe <laughs> that to you. Uh, well, I appreciate you saying so. Thank you. I, uh, it's not as disfigured on the outside as I am on the inside. Is that what you're getting at? Oh, that's a great name for a podcast. <laughs> disfigured on the inside <laughs> with Chris Patented. Bowman. Patented. Yeah, no, it's coming up next week. Stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Was a lot of fun that day, and. Uh, I mean, the whole uh, wedding was great. It really was. It was uh, over far too quick. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, as most I mean, we knew it going into it, it would be over in a flash. And, uh, yeah. you know, we kind of knew who was going to be there ahead of time. And <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, yeah, I mean, just from, you know, we got to sit together at the, the table, like way up on the moon there and moon landing. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, you have to understand, people, that we were positioned uh, sort of at a distance from where the speeches and, and uh, whatnot was happening. And uh, it was quite fun to sort of struggle to hear the speeches. Uh, I mean, I think all but uh, former uh, guest and friend of the show, Michael Hoffman's, were inaudible. Uh, yeah. I'm much. glad we heard his, though. His was I've, really funny and really good. Yeah, it was It was super solid. And he was really nervous doing it. And uh, he did a, a heck of a job. Um, but yeah, I mean, even just putting names or faces to names, it was really, it was a lot of fun. There was a couple of different angles to that wedding, which was great. Yeah. Um, I, I loved meeting a friend of the podcast, Paul Watling. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Getting some good hang time with, uh, Mahad and Alexis again. Absolutely. That was, that was great. I wish, I wish it was two weeks longer. It was super fun. I'm sure you're going to recap it with Ben once he's back on the pod, but we like, will do. Yeah. But from my perspective, that was one of the best weddings I think I've ever been to and yeah. uh, made better because of the people, but also like, I think we both know how stressed he was leading up to it. And I, I think it went off without a hitch. Yeah. And you know, uh, as listeners will recall, Ben was stressed about meeting with the, uh, bartender and the, uh, the company that was going to be providing the, the alcohol. And I just, as, uh, as most of us suspected, nobody cares, you know, I mean, <laughs> no one cares. If I can go up to a bar and get a tequila soda, uh, without any questions asked, then I'm a happy guy, you know? Yeah. I don't uh, care about uh, what kind of wedding bar it is as long as it's an open one. <laughs> exactly. And he came through. He Thanks, really ben. did. He really did. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and, and speaking of, speaking of that wedding, um, this was the occasion, uh, as mentioned before, about by the reason why I bought the the suit. I had to go buy this suit, and it was a highly stressful situation, as most things are for me, because uh, I like to I like to be as tough as possible on myself. But this is a uh, last minute thing, like before you flew out. No, it wasn't. It was. Uh, I mean, I knew well in advance, but what had happened was I had gone and, and bought. Um, you know, I was obviously. Uh, because what every groom wants is like a friend of his to check in to make sure the fucking outfit he bought is going to be okay for uh, his wedding. <laughs> so I had to check in. Do with I him look like, pretty, Ben? <laughs> it's like, is this good enough, Ben? Tell me. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, like neither of us had anything to worry about. Like Jesse Jesse Thorne's like rocking a beautiful shawl collar dinner yeah. jacket, like looking like the fucking man. But this is this is the reason why I was like, because I it was those two guys Jesse and Ben and yeah. and, and uh, through no fault of their own I applied all this pressure on myself and uh, 
I went and bought a suit, or I bought like a, a, a jacket and pants, um, and it didn't work out. Like basically, the first the first try, the 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 jacket I couldn't get altered because, you know, boring reasons, not enough material, blah blah blah, in the sleeves and whatnot. So. I had to go back, and I was like, "Your disfigured arms made uh, tailoring." Well, you difficult. saw them. You, t- you saw them. So, so I've never uh, seen so many elbows. <laughs> Multiple points of articulation, my friend. It's real <laughs> handy. <laughs> uh, but I had to go back, and at that point, it, it kind of was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't really last minute, but it was. You know, if I had to get anything done to the suit, it would have maybe been a little more stressful so going into it with that that you know i went uh to the, the the shop that i went to super helpful people and you know i kind of just put everything in their hands and I, I just all i had to do was just kind of pick a pattern that i liked or whatever you know and um were they used it, to working with like natural fibers instead of like denim and <laughs> uh and like had they ever seen anything that wasn't plaid it, uh well, I mean, I came in in denim and plaid, so, you know, they said, oh, another one of these guys. But they, honestly, They have you know, suits in Canada, right? They do have... I, bought, I actually mm. bought my suit in Canada, yeah. It was like the you only didn't have to have it, have. like, shipped from another country? No, and, and it's it's really cool because, like, it was only, like, six beaver pelts. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, no big deal. It was, it was actually a steal. A um, lot of weird pockets, I bet. You got your, you got your gravy pocket? <laughs> I mean, it's not a suit without a gravy pocket. An axe pocket? <laughs> yep. Uh, an axe pocket and uh, it came with sort of like uh, like solidified uh, syrup as a pocket square which is good oh in yeah emergencies you know in case you're uh, low on blood sugar it was pretty hot out there I saw your your pocket run a little bit uh, yeah in the in the lead up to the vows and I mean I didn't get any pictures taken with that because that's like a huge faux pas up here if your pocket square runs <laughs> uh, you know it's embarrassing for everyone involved you know, down in America, you can see that bumper sticker occasionally that says, uh, these pocket squares don't run. <laughs> don't run. <laughs> <laughs> That's how oh, you can perfect. tell you're in the United States of America right there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> God. I, and I, I'm just going to take a quick pause here to let you know that uh, I am actually soaking through my shirt right now. I, it is so hot in here. Oh my God! Uh, Can you open like, the door? There we go. I just did. Yeah. It's you know this is this is what the, the sacrifice you make one makes when recording a podcast. It is uh, all for the benefit of sound and the listener. You know. I wasn't going to tell you, but I've been shirtless the whole time. I mean, just to paint a picture. I don't know what's uh, you know you've been painting some pictures, Adam. I don't know what you're like. You're a married man. You got people listening here that they're they're going to be. Well, I'm also a terrible flirt, so. <laughs> <laughs> he said with his pinky at the corner of his mouth. Uh, um, well, I uh, so basically, like, yes, this is the first time I've gone suit shopping for myself. I inherited basically like a brand new suit from a friend of mine who had, you know, he had bought this suit and quickly had no use for it. And it was like a, it was quite a modern suit at the time, you know, like a, a slim cut. Uh, and it was, it was really nice. It was, it was really nice, but it was years ago now. And, um, so, and, and, you know, I've rented tuxes and whatever, like, it's not like I've never worn a suit, but I've just never, for some weird reason, uh, gone out to buy a suit. And I tell you what, that whole thing, uh, now I just want to own a bunch of different suits. It's pretty fun, right? It's pretty fun. You look pretty dashing. I think we all did. 
Uh, yeah, I think we did. And uh, I, yeah, it, it's like pretty affordable too, you know? I mean, you don't have to go. Like the first place I went to, uh, it was like uh, off the rack, but that sort of, um, uh, not sort of, it was totally expensive. And I mean, I've always had the fantasy of like Savile Row type stuff, you know? And, uh, but that's thousands of pounds, you know, I'm not sure I'm ever going to be in a position to own a suit from Savile Row, but, uh, you know, oh, if I, I can dream. I, I like, uh, I like your chances of being in that position at some point. Who knows what turnip truck a, a Savile Row suit is going to fall off of. You know, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I believe if I walk up and down Savile Row enough times, maybe they'll take a shine to me or something. Maybe I'll get it through alternative means. All I'm saying is don't say never. I like your You're chances. Right. Never say never. You're absolutely right. You know, it all worked out in the end. And if there's a lesson to be learned here, it's like don't stress out so much that uh, it affects your sleep and dreams, uh, that uh, it invades your slumber, uh, because that's what it did to me. I, you know, I, I said, uh, I think it was on the last podcast, that uh, I, I dreamt that I forgot my suit. And that's just like, that's just an unfair stress dream that your mind is, you know. It's a super legit stress, though. I, uh, the entire flight, I was stressing about leaving it in the little, in the little coat closet on the plane. Oh, uh, really? Just, I was, I was positive that I was going <laughs> to fly. I was going to arrive at LAX and leave the plane and leave my suit on the plane, and that'd be it. Like, <laughs> I was, I was totally. Uh, I couldn't sleep on the plane. I couldn't drink happily on the plane. I was just obsessed. So, yeah, I don't think that's a, a rare fear to have, especially ahead of a. Really important occasion. Yeah, it's true. And uh, now you have this suit; it's going to serve you for years to come. Like, uh, it re- you're. Uh, I think you're right. You're going to be set up for all the weddings in the next. Yeah, I, I, five I, years. I did my best. I did my best to uh, avoid. Um, like, I wanted to get something like like a classic kind of fit because I didn't want you know as much as I like, uh, like the different cuts of suits you can get. I just wanted something that would be like. Uh, What's the word? Timeless? Oh, I mean, well, timeless. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say fashion proof. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I like your way of saying that. Uh, <laughs> but timeless is right. Timeless is absolutely right. Um, so, yeah, it, it all worked out. And uh, everyone, yeah. hey, we all made it through. We all made it through. So your, uh, Yours was the only suit with, like, those Legion of Doom wrestling spikes put on the shoulder pads. <laughs> I think that's that's a pretty future-proof look right there. It's true. I mean, I had those like six-inch platform boots with the spikes coming out the toes, you know. And made it uh, hard to dance with you. That's for sure. Yeah, there was no stepping on my feet. I mean, there was, but there was, uh, you know, no repeating that mistake. Open bar. Okay, Adam, so uh, we do have a listener request this week, as we do most weeks, um, uh, via Twitter. Uh, listener Corey Springer, or at I'm underscore not underscore drunken. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, D-R-U-K-N. Uh, I think uh, one right. of us said that to each other at the reception. Underscores included? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking real funny. <laughs> Uh, so Corey writes at drink about it. What's a good cocktail for finally realizing my childhood dream of growing a bonsai tree? Um, now 
I'm not sure if uh, I get this right, but I believe Corey had posted a few uh, things on Twitter. And if I remember right, it said that he had this thing since he was in grade school or at a young age or something. And, you know, I get the feeling that he is somewhere in his mid-20s or something. So I get the uh, feeling he watched a lot of Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of waxing on and waxing off uh, happening. Well, uh, Miyagi uh, had a had a whole shop full of them, didn't he? Full a bonsai of, trees, full, yeah, full no. of the bonsai tree. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, that's, I might. Didn't have they been scale a... a cliffside in order to pick one, and Daniel almost dies? Am I am I misremembering that movie? Daniel's son. Yeah, I thought, uh, I thought may... they both were. Uh, they're scaling this cliff, and they're trying to get one. And uh, and yeah, how did Daniel that, how almost did falls that, into the sea? How did that uh, uh, inform his training? That's what I want to know. Well, he almost waxed himself off of that cliffside. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> so, Karate listen. Kid Burn. <laughs> Classic. I mean, how many uh, you know, how many people out there are just constantly dropping Karate Kid Burns, you know? Not as many as I am. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Karate Kid Burn, uh, I think, is going to take off after today. Real excited. Uh, Okay, so listen, Corey, you're going to be drinking something called Edgewood. So here in my mind, you have uh, decided to take this hobby to the next level and grow a tiny forest's worth of bonsai trees. So you've taken a bunch of time to perfect this one. Now just buy 50 more mm. and prune. Or what's prune? 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 Well, I don't know what it pruning? is up in Canada, but I think it's prune down here. All right. Well, let's just go with the American usage of the word prune. And, uh, you know, take care of those trees and get yourself a tiny little forest. I feel like a giant amongst them. Uh, and, and sip on a drink called uh, Edgewood. Uh, and in an Edgewood, it's another gin drink. It's an ounce and a half of gin, one ounce of grapefruit juice, half an ounce of Punte Mes, and half an ounce of Lille Blanc. You're going to shake with ice and strain into a chilled coupe. And garnish with a pinch of kosher salt. So, I'm very curious. That's a very straightforward drink to make. Sometimes we give uh, challenging drinks and expensive drinks out, uh, and uh, you know we don't necessarily hear back from everybody. But this one's a punishment. Pretty... I understand. Yeah, it's a punishment. You 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 dare write in and uh, and bother us with your questions. Like that, like that poor guy that had to drink raw eggs. Oh. Have we talked about that yet? That guy's we... the best. Did you see that we... video? I did see that video. I watched. It. I was waiting for him to drop that video. I was like one of the first viewers of that video. It, it was. It felt like an ISIS video. It was really oh. terrifying. It really was. Honestly, I, I, my palms are sweaty. Uh, yeah. So it was. It was um, Rory from at Hangover Reviews. I don't know. I can't remember if we mentioned this right. I'm going to do it a second time because it's that good. Uh, go to YouTube and and search. Uh, hangover reviews and uh, our friend Rory um, he uh, he did it he did this raw egg drink I mean the, this hangover cure that Ben gave him which was you know that is definitely you know that's punishment for the next day or, or for, uh, this is the next for the night before I should say it's punishment for the night before it's your it's your body saying fuck you you're gonna do this and he, he said it worked but he would never do it again um, but uh, yeah no that's uh that was a real, real cheap drink to make because it had ketchup and Tabasco sauce in it. But uh, yeah, I, I all don't, the I good don't condiments. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I don't suspect uh, there'll be many of those being made. That's for sure. 
You've, you haven't had one of those, right? Fuck no. No, no, no. I would never. The thing about that video is he says at the end, like, he like he did feel better. Yeah, that's what he said. It worked. Yeah. But he would God. never do it again. I don't know. Like, I think when when my worst hangover happens, I'll have to consider it. I mean... I don't know I, if I have the fortitude to film myself, though. That's a no. special kind of whatever it is. Yeah. So, just to be clear, Rory uh, at Hangover Reviews uh, reviews movies uh, on a Sunday. So, basically, he is someone else doing the Lord's work. He's getting drunk on a Saturday night so that he can review a movie <laughs> on a Sunday uh, and tell you if it's worthy of your hangover. And... Um, uh, he's very good at it, so uh, pay him a little mind. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's a real funny show. We totally um, took the shine off of Corey and his bonsai trees, though. No, we didn't. That was my I fault, was, right? No, 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 no. It's uh, Corey. I think is a recent uh, listener, and uh, uh, he's contributed a couple times by oh, getting getting in touch via Facebook and uh, and Twitter. So very nice. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a already he's already on board. Uh, he's he's doing he's doing his job. The tentacles so of this podcast reaching yeah. out. Yep. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. Uh, so, Adam, how do you feel, buddy? What do you think? How's uh, how's I that? I just drink? took a big slug of this drink, and uh, it's in that nice uh, semi-frozen, semi-liquid state that yep. that looks like salad dressing but not like it's sort of separated so so the top is the frozen part and the bottom is the liquid the top is is a nice little cap that keeps everything beneath it cold and oh. i'm using my straw as a sort of uh oil derrick to uh <laughs> to punch you're, through you're fracking your drink right now oh yeah i'm fracking <laughs> the shit out of it <laughs> oh we it's you delicious know what? i gotta tell you though like because we, we didn't get super detailed about how they taste uh, it's true we didn't. My beverage, uh, I I think all I taste is the creme de violette, really? which isn't which isn't necessarily bad. It's just cold mm-hmm. and floral, which is really nice and refreshing. What was the what was the, uh, the measurement of that? It was of the of the uh, creme de violette. Uh, let me check that again. Um, it is one and not. a half ounces of gin, and yeah. it is just a teaspoon of the violette. Now, well, that... in your experience as a professional, mm-hmm. uh, is that creme de violette a little goes a long way there, right? Like, I it, mean, it would I, that evidence it, would bear out here. If I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm, if, if I'm 100 percent honest, uh, creme de violette's not easy for us to get here. Uh, mm. I mean, it's not just something you can walk into any old liquor store and pick up. Like, you'd have to make an effort to get it, and uh, you know, I don't work with it. So, uh, but it mm. is, I was going to say, it, it falls into that category of like, uh, just in the uh, intensity of it, like like a, a Fernet or, uh, you know, uh, some of these uh, liqueurs that really don't yeah. require much at all. And, 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 and just a little, a little too much is, is uh, way too much, you know? It's really nice and it plays with the gin especially well. Um, I used a really good gin and, mm-hmm. uh, and it really it knocked it down almost entirely um, into just a really drinkable boat drink. I wow. definitely recommend it. Lovely. Uh, yeah, and again, mine was uh, it's a you know it's a summer sipper. It's an absolute uh, home run on this end. I, and again, like it's the second one I had, and you know who knows? Maybe after the show, I'm gonna you know towel down, uh, <laughs> change out of these sopping wet clothes. Towel and, down uh, and powder up. <laughs> Exactly. So I can slip into these leather pants. 
let's leave everybody to uh, return to their workday, workout, uh, walk, cycle, uh, you know, pre-bedtime ritual whenever they listen. <laughs> so um, I am really glad we did this. Uh, I am too, Adam. So thanks again very much for uh, filling the awfully big shoes of uh, co-host of this immensely popular podcast. And uh, they look are, forward to the next time. They are massive shoes. I <laughs> saw them in person again. We actually uh, we were in the hotel swimming pool together, and his touched mine. <laughs> Terrifying. Let's just say I don't need flippers. I, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought he was wearing fins. It was gross. <laughs> He's, um, I mean, speaking of disfigurement. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again, Adam. And uh, let's say a quick thanks to Paul Watling for the artwork and Graham Walsh for the music. Um, this is the part that Ben always does. So I am uh, going to this. attempt it. Yeah, I could do it. So you can follow us on Twitter at drinkaboutit. You can follow at uh, no, not at Adam. Not Adam. Uh, you can follow Adam <laughs> Franica at Cut for Time. No underscores there. No, no underscores. Uh, you can follow Chris Bowman on Twitter at Crispy Chicken, and That's he's me. a tremendous follow. Uh, thank you for your high praise, sir. Uh, you, you need to get follow- yourself an Instagram, by the way. Uh, you personally, I know there's. I mean, let's not forget about the drink about it Instagram. That's out there. Yeah, that's out there. That you can follow us on. But but people, there's really nothing happening just yet. We're uh, slowly getting to it. Um, should I have happens, not have outed that? And no, no, I it's okay. No, no, let's no, just edit no, that no, out. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> ben mentions it all the time. So I love making promises that uh, I'm not entirely sure we can keep. But uh, you know, I think I think the uh, I think the Instagram will happen. Um, and uh, I don't know where else I'm forgetting. What do we have? We got Tumblr, uh, which is uh, I can never remember. Uh, LDAI uh, slash Tumblr, I believe, something like that. You know, listen to a previous episode to get the actual thing. I can't. I'm terrible at this. Uh, yeah, you just so, Google the name of the podcast. All this stuff's gonna come up. Yeah, you just go straight to the website, and that'll that'll uh, let's drink about dot it, uh, and that you can find everything from there. Uh, it's so the best. It's the only podcast time. you need. It's uh, well. Thank you for saying so, Adam. And uh, thanks again, one more time, for being on the show. And uh, we will be back, uh, hopefully next week, uh, with uh, yet another podcast where we pair the perfect drink for your life event. So please get in touch. And thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, guys. Every time feels like my last. So I'm nope. really going to treasure nope. this. Well. Uh, you do that because you never know. You fuck up just once, Adam. Just once. Short leash. Short, Short leash. leash. Stiff peaks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't choke on your own with Coke. Shit. Uh, oh, you you snuck that one in. Good job. But when it happens, it's going to blossom. Uh, uh, it will. You can trust us. Like um, a like a preteen girl. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm I love that part. Promising. I'm editing out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>